Hi there, this is Jim Horan from Key Largo for the Florida Keys Bartender Show. I'm here with Steve. I'm going to turn off the music. Hey, Steve, can you hear me? Hey. Okay. How are you? Good. I'm working with a new headset here. How do I sound? Okay, cool. You sound really good, very crisp. Okay, better than normal? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm not smoking as much crack as I normally do right before the the shows. That's good. Yeah, no, That's no good. heroin, no crack. That's that's the uh, the new mantra for the shows going it going forward. You know, COVID free and crack and hair heroin free. Um, so I like it. I, yeah, I I was gonna call. I had three ideas for this episode. We can still talk okay. about it. Which one? I was thinking. One question, since you're the owner of Key Largo Comics, was um, it was going to be, can Superman beat Thor? And then I thought, no, wait, let's get it even more controversial. Can Jesus beat yeah. Muhammad? You know? Oh, my God. I think I think I know more about the first one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, can Jesus beat Muhammad? And I think, well, and, you know, I don't know how far down the list we are as a podcast if we could get a jihad called on us because about a year and a half ago we did have a listener in Iran and if I started speculating that Jesus could beat Muhammad which because the guy's a scrappy dude probably because he was a carpenter he could beat you know a guy who was a merchant maybe you know who knows and then um this all this shit happened yesterday. It was brilliant. I wish we were. I'm glad we weren't doing a show. But um, the Trumpster went on during a news conference. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> it was brilliant. Was the disinfectant. It was comedy genius. The disinfectant. Yes, he's in the middle yeah. of a conference, and folks, if you haven't seen it. Just Google. I know politics sucks, but you know what? This guy does it to himself. So he's in the middle of a news conference. Dr. Bricks, Burks, I mean, Burks is uh, sitting off to the side and he starts, you know, free, freewheeling. It turned out now this is the background of the story. The head of the Department of Homeland Security, right, is discussing the best ways to disinfect surf- surfaces, right? Using disinfectant. Right. And uh, he, he mentions disinfectant, he mentions sunlight where there's some controversy uh, coming with the sunlight, uh, whether that's real or not, how effective that is. But uh, so he, he goes up there and he goes, well, he's just like he got this new information, but I don't think he quite understood he, no. he heard he heard that he heard something that disinfectant would work with killing the virus on surfaces and maybe right. sunlight and he made right. his uh pea brain logic was well if we could just get that inside people <laughs> you know if it kills it get uv sure. light and disinfect it in that to clean out their lungs, right? Because yeah. that's what he said. And yeah. he looks over at Dr. Burks and it says, um, you know what? I can paraphrase because they deny everything, but it's on tape. And he says, um, you know, you're, you're working on it, right? You're working on that stuff like that. And, um, <laughs> and you just see her sitting there like her eyes start twitching and winking. And her, oh, yeah. and, and oh, she's she, like, yeah. she, she puts her head down, and like, she was oh frozen. my god, yeah. it's just as if, oh my god, I just, um, I don't even know what to compare it to, like, uh, I, 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 I really don't know how to compare it to, uh, you know, in public, what what that's like, but. Is it as if you're sitting there being roasted? It's like it, it looks similar to one of those Comedy Central roasts. Right. And then someone was going to get up 
and say something completely devastating. But this person wasn't necessarily saying it about Dr. Burks, but he's saying something that was so harmful to their cause. Like they're always they're always having to cover up for something he said, like the hydrochloricone or whatever, something like that. The stuff that was supposedly for malaria, and now it turns out, you know, it's disavowed. That it, and so, right. so he says all this stuff, and it's sixteen hours. Sixteen hours later, um, the new press secretary uh, comes out and says, "You took it out of context." You took it out of contact. Now, he said it directly. He was talking to the press and referring to the doctor. And then later on, he this is today, he's signing a bill. And right. someone from the press asked him, and he goes, that's sarcasm. Now, I don't know if he understands that that's sarcasm and how it works. You know, humor, because it's supposed to elicit... A laugh or something sure like that. Not, it's not supposed yeah. to. A sarcasm is not necessarily necessarily eliciting shock in people, and as a graphic <laughs> tool by the leader of the United States, it may not really be good during a pandemic. And there's a lot of people out there. <laughs> I still see them on Facebook, and they go, "Oh my God, he 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 gave his whole four hundred thousand dollar salary to." Some, some type of charity, right? It's like some guy who just got. Um, it was like someone who just got a five hundred dollar payday, and he tosses a quarter into a fountain, and you make a big deal, and he's like, "Oh my God, he gave a quarter to the fountain," you know? Like, yeah, he just yep. made hundreds of millions of dollars. His companies that they're looting, you know, through personal contracts to the government and to the social. Secret Service and his golf courses and stuff like that. So he he gives back he gives back four hundred thousand. They make a big deal about. It. And then they're talking about. Um, uh, I saw another posting. Someone says, "Oh well, some scientists did say that thing about the sunlight. And the sunlight thing is incorrect, but it was so bad. Now, just so people know this, Steve, that Lysol, a company." Uh, Lysol put out Mm -hmm. a press release suggesting to make sure you don't ingest ingest disinfectant. Do not ingest disinfectant. It's not suggested. It's not a proper use for it. And, and, And rarely do private companies get involved with that. They just sit it out and they say, well, we don't have anything. We're saying, oh, my God, someone's listing our product. That's a good way to do it. And here they're going to kind of have to say, but don't drink it. You know? I, it's, it's insane. I mean, the, you know, yeah, because you know, I, I mean, Tito's didn't come worried. out. Think about it. Tito's didn't come out and said, or Tito's, any vodka companies didn't come out and say you can't use this to kill the coronavirus. Um, not, it wouldn't really harm you if you're rubbing it on your body. You know, they just sell more of it. It's not like it, it could give you a false sense of security, but you wouldn't get any sicker than you would from drinking the product. But they, <laughs> they're they're thinking of liability. Right here, they're going. Oh my God! Of course, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, they're, they're basically just covering their ass. You know, they got to cover their ass. They can't yeah. just let people out there start drinking their product without putting out some kind of statement. You know, and people are calling, uh, calling in to helplines and and three one ones or four one ones to get information, saying how much disinfectant do you need to ingest? How stupid! It's unbelievable. You know, I mean, just. But, I mean, these are people that believe him, so they have a very low bar. They have a very low bar for uh, the need yeah. of proof. Because when they tell him, it's right. like, well, it's all phony, fake news. The media's, the media's trumping it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? The media, well, he right. actually, he said it. That were his, that, that's his, his words. But, and obviously we don't have, a, I, I imagine most of the supporters don't listen to the show anymore. Even some of my friends, they're still uh, supporters. They're nice people, but I mean, they mean well. But I don't, I don't know what yeah. they're doing. But I'm going to give a little lesson. So, just so you know, if some something, if you got a, a something in your cabinet, and it says scented, 
if something's lemon scented or lavender scented, yeah. or, you, you don't drink it. <laughs> scented, you don't drink. Right. You don't. You don't. You don't put it inside your body if it's scented. They don't scent cough drops to make it. You know, they they flavor. So if something's flavored, you don't use it as yeah. a disinfectant because flavored means you're supposed to taste it. So cherry flavored, orange flavored, right. <laughs> flavored. If something's scented, don't drink. If something's flavored, don't use it as a disinfectant. You know, unless it's grain alcohol. Grain alcohol, lemon-scented grain alcohol. Well, there you go. Because you really shouldn't, you shouldn't really drink grain alcohol because that could kill you, but you do. So it's flavored. Okay, let's say lemon-flavored grain alcohol actually can be used as a disinfectant and can be drank in a moderate amount. So that's one of the right. flavored things you can use as a disinfectant. But you should always ask your doctor. And don't ask the doctors not, you can ask, don't ask the doctors if Trump's doctors because they may be getting bad <laughs> advice. They could have went to Trump, maybe they went to Trump University. If you have a doctorate Maybe. from Trump University, they um, just—I mean, it's amazing the amount of information he gets, and then he runs with it. You know, so yeah. I imagine—I can imagine how exciting that could be in a meeting. You know, I—I I can't, I can't wait until right. after it. Because there's going to be some really good stories. People are going to say, I mean, he's going to get so used to doing, because after, if he's still, I mean, God forbid he wins another turn, but term, but if he's still doing press conferences, I hope NASA gives him, and uh, I don't think I'll be glued. NASA gives him a briefing, right? And let's say they give him a briefing that we're going to be sending a probe around the sun, right? Yeah. And it's going to take a year, let's say. We're going to slingshot around the sun. We're going to look at its corona. We're going to put it into the out, outer atmosphere. We're going to have the heat thing in there. So Trump is going to go back and come back in a conference. It goes like this. And then I'll just go, well, we're going to be doing a probe to the sun in the next two years. Uh, well, and then I think probably we'd be able to do a manned mission there. To land on the surface of the sun. That would be great. Yeah, sure. That would be great. And he says, oh, you know what? Oh. And, and, and then he'd go and say, hey, and you know what won't last on the sun? COVID-19. Because heat will kill you. UV rays. So, and yeah, I, I would love to hear that. Or if he fell asleep, let's say he's doing a briefing and he just watched um, The Walking Dead. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, there's so many zombie things that you could talk about. There's zombie references yeah. people use. In, like even in social media, people use zombie uh, references. And I, I can see him talking about that. Like, I mean, I wish there was a, a news source. One, If you can just get a regular Fox host to go nutso maybe one time and talk about zombies and aliens <laughs> And something like that for a little while. Someone in respect, like Sean Hannity, if he started talking about it. And a couple of them. And they'd get in sync and then just have him. The craziest shit in the world. Just do that. That would be showing. I would have so much respect for Fox News if they could say, hey, listen, he's our bitch. Watch what we say now and watch what he says next. You know what I mean? And put it in a sealed envelope. (laughs) Put it like a time capsule. And say, open this next year. And then you open it up and it says, we got them to say all this stuff about zombies, werewolves, Frankenstein's monster, all during a press conference. And people would just sit there looking about it, just waiting for it. And if we, you know, there's other forms of governments out there. I think um, Israel has a prime minister and a president. 
you know. Right. And the president, yeah. <laughs> the president is the head of state. And the prime minister is the head of government. What they could have done is if we should have had that system. Right. You know? Because mm-hmm. that would have made, uh, as a head of state, uh, um, that may have been very exciting. Because the head of state has no real power. Right. Or we can just say if he... It could be like a... Like a king. We'll just say, like hey, a, like give him a, a crown. Like if he, if the, we, when he loses... When if he well hope he loses in 2020 if he loses the election and he says he doesn't yeah. want to leave office just say hey listen we got something better we're yeah. going to call you emperor we're going to make you an emperor yeah it's perfect for like a reality TV show so yeah <laughs> and we're going to put you on every night and we're right. going to give you a crown and uh, an orb and you can sit on a throne. An orb, yeah. yeah. You can sit there and hold the orb and on the crown and just <laughs> make announcements. And we could just kind of, uh, you know, we could send people. We'll send, like, the B team, uh, the B team press right. corps to be with them. Sure. And have uh, certain people just, um, you know, have the B team, all the B team surrounding them. And he could just sit there and make his uh, pronouncements every every night. And people say, oh, it's 7 o'clock. The emperor is going to be on. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so exciting. And just sitting there and say, don't Funny. worry. He used to be president. And the shit he said was really important. Now he's just the emperor, so it really doesn't matter. And it would be, and you could just put, and you can have his regular networks. You can have, like, Fox and uh, one American news, uh, just give him the news for what he thinks there is going on. Kind of like make it like right. North North his Korea version. news, fake news. Yeah, his version. His version. <laughs> give him them, and then he can listen to it. And then the rest of the other people, it'd be kind of like giving him the little toy steering wheel that babies used sure. to have in cars. And he goes, I'm steering a car. I'm the king of the castle. I'm here and stuff like that. And that would be so exciting right. every, at 7 o'clock every night. And it would be, once again, he could talk about it. I have the highest rating show. Highest rating show. Look at this. 7 o'clock, Emperor Trump. So. Um, that would be, that's a good idea. You like it? I like it. Okay. So we're going to move on to it. Okay. Well. I'm going to talk about Superman and Thor, and then I'm going to make an uncomfortable transfer and make it about religion. Okay? (laughs) Sure. Okay. You're the expert. I can help you with with the first one. Superman and Thor? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Okay. It's like two different universes. Well, you got the DC universe and the Marvel universe, of course. Okay, well. Uh, I mean... You know, they, they don't normally cross over, if you will. But, you know, I mean, there have been a few comics where, where they've crossed over. There was the, the biggest one I think I remember was Superman and Spider-Man back in 1976. Right. I had the copy of it. I don't know if I still have it someplace. That it was that big treasury size comic. Yeah. Yeah. They were both on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that's a classic cover. It is a classic cover, and they put, I think they put Spider-Man in the foreground and Superman in the background. Because yeah. Superman is so much bigger than Spider-Man. He was right. Saying. But and, yeah. and they, they hit Superman with red kryptonite to right. make him weaker and yeah. gave a boost to Spider-Man, and he was in space, too, and I, I don't know, but... But it's it's kind of, I mean, people really have these debates. I get these debates. Superman versus Thor. Like, yeah, it's like who's going to Dracula? I mean, versus, remember the show? It was Dracula versus Frankenstein. Yeah. 
I mean, Dracula. I mean, Dracula in the book. The book Dracula was much more powerful than uh, oh, yeah. Frankenstein. Frankenstein was just a big, big, strong, oafy guy. Yeah, he could maybe squeeze you. He could squeeze you to death, and you, and he, and you, and he was like a zombie too, right? He moved like really slow. Right. I mean, you could put now, you could put a couple was... obstacles in front of him if you put like a a couple yeah. traffic cones. You could really slow him down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For right. some reason. Yeah, slow him down. Put a traffic cone. Maybe like make, a make him go around it. Yeah, a Tonka truck. He could fall. Yeah. He slip over that, or you know, but yeah. And, and Wolfman. Wolfman was just a bigger wolf. Yeah. Like a big dog, a smart dog, a big smart dog. You know. Yeah. Which I love dogs. Don't get me wrong. And I what know. else? The mummy. Oh my God! What the, the mummy. The, the mummy. This the, the creature from the Black Lagoon. The cre- oh my God! Yeah, he moved kind of slow. Oh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. That was uh, that was restrictions of the the makeup thing. Yeah. What? Right. What was his great? He was a little little stronger. Pretty good swimmer. Yeah. Could hold his breath. Yeah, really good in the water. I mean, how he yeah, sneak up? How's he gonna? How do he sneak up behind anybody? You know, fishy. You got him when they were in the water. I know, but if he'd come out, he'd come out of the water too, right? Remember? Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah, bit. and you got it slapping feet and all that stuff. Yeah, and, uh, he's mainly uh, like you know, in the swamp. What? He was like mainly in the swamp, you know. Okay, how about the mummy? Now the mummy, all the right. newer mummy, had magical skills and all that stuff. Right, the, the conjure thing. Yeah. The old mummy. He moved real slow too, and I did, still didn't know what his power was. Yeah, I those mean, old monsters were lame. Yeah, I mean, it. I guess if you're really frightened, it'd be like being, you know, when you're real ticklish and you're powerless, <laughs> right. right? When someone's making you laugh real hard, <laughs> and then you can have like a three-year-old bitch slap you. That, yeah, I mean yeah. that happens. I mean when I'm laughing real hard, I'm I'm a pushover. I can I could be taken down. That's my I'm not I'm not a MMA fighter at all. I'm a big guy, but I mean you right. get me laughing. I I am uh, I'm the worst. I mean Really? I, that's your weakness? That's I, your weakness. One of my one it? of my weaknesses. I imagine if I was terrified that would be one too. I haven't been terrified, you know. I get you know People always talk about stuff, how they react like in an emergency. You never know, depending on what kind of thing it is, you know. The fight or flight, right. you know, when you you freeze. Sometimes you freeze. Sometimes you think it's how you're motivated. Like if you hear some people hear gunshots and freeze right. and other people hear gunshots and run toward them, you know. Spring into action, yeah. Yeah, but not. it's not an innately brave or – Cowardly, cowardly thing. It's kind of a, a limbic reaction. Yeah, fight or flight. You know. Yeah, you're, it's a base. It's your brainstem kicking in, right? And you, your nervous system and stuff like that. But when we, so we're back to the Thor and Superman and stuff like that. Thor was not necessarily fast. I mean, Superman's fast and all that stuff. It's always like Superman because they just make him Thor supposedly a god. But Superman can move planets. Yeah. I mean, how do you move? Right. Planet? I mean, yeah. how do you move a planet unless you're like, because you can't, his hands are not much bigger than my hands, right? Right. So if he tried to lift up an aircraft carrier, his hands would go through the steel. Because the steel right. wouldn't support it. He'd just make two holes in the bottom of it. His body, actually, would go, probably go right through it because he's trying to hold – He's a small. the small area would not be able to support it. People just don't understand exactly. the, physics, the physics of yeah. lifting something super heavy. Yeah. Oh, real 
physics go out the window in comics. It's, that, that, that's the first thing you got to understand. You know, the, like you know, yeah. And, well, we always talk to I. Ninety yeah, percent of the shit makes no sense because they would just sink into the ground, or they'll, you know, like you know what I mean. So. And the act of flying, what is flying? It's not. Right. It's not what, a propeller. Yeah, what are you being propelled by? And just squeezing your right. fist go faster. You know, uh, Hawkman was the one thing you'd see, you know, or, you know, I mean, just uh, it, those things. That's why I thought, well, might as well say Jesus, who would fight when Jesus Buddha, Jesus Muhammad, Jesus, Jesus Vishnu, right? Two different right. universes, two different superpowers. God, yeah. the universe. I mean, it's better to, it's probably easier to say with elements, what elements would beat, like, would would uh, plutonium beat hydrogen, right? Or uranium. Oh, right. That, depending, right. You can, you can quantitatively say when you f- build a fission bomb, it produces this much energy. Right. right? Yeah. You take one mole, one mole. I remember enough from chemistry. Uh, the you know the unit when you get a certain whatever Avogadro's number about of these atoms together. That's how you devise atomic weight, and it would equal mm-hmm. this amount. And and you create you know you take one of these materials that create a nuclear reaction. And then you can have a quantifiable answer to it. They do this. They do this in. Um, uh, well, I guess the best way is on a computer. On a computer, they do it with uh, old heavyweight fighters. Right. Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Or Mike Tyson versus one of these new guys. That um, who's the Gypsy King? You ever follow? You know, you're not a big fighter. Uh, you, you're not a big, big boxing. Thing. You're you're more nasty. Um, right? Yeah, you know, I, I, I thought a little bit, a little boxing, a little boxing. Yeah, I was always like I the heavyweight. I was always in the heavyweight boxers. You know, back in the day when when like Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield, and I, I watched all those guys. You know, oh, that was amazing. Well, before I was, in, yeah. I was when I was a kid, it was Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, um, yeah, Joe Frazier. Of those yeah. three, and then you had uh, right. Ken Norton, Larry Holmes, all those Larry guys Holmes. come out, and it was exciting. And Leon and Michael Spinks, they were actually funny. Right. Those guys, because they, um, boxers years ago, in the four, in the fifties and forties, they make fun of boxers being stupid, right? Right. And then you had Muhammad yeah. Ali. Right. You could call Muhammad Ali a lot of things, but you could never call Muhammad Ali stupid. Right. That guy could string together words, and words are emblematic of intelligence. And yep. he would just go, he would go on and on and say shit like that. Even Joe Frazier would be able to somewhat come back at this stuff. They weren't, they weren't stupid guys. Right, then, right. Until come along the Spink brothers, the Spinks brothers, they were they were pretty dumb. They were yeah. they were dumb, and 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 they were there for a little while, just a short time, and then Tyson came back, and uh, I forget if it was Leon Spinks or Michael Spinks in thirty seconds, yeah. thirty was, seconds in the ring, Michael. maybe Michael Spinks. It was yeah, boom, was boom, 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 and Spinks. fell over. Oh God, Tyson destroyed him. And then that's all Tyson did for a while. People go in there, shit themselves in the ring, and he'd beat the crap out of them until, you know, um, who was the guy? Right. Who was the big guy that got him? Uh, His name was, uh, oh, man, the guy that finally beat him, uh, um, Buster Douglas. Yes. Buster Buster Douglas. Douglas. And then he came back and fought Evander Holyfield. That's right. that's quantifiable. 
they showed it. They had Muhammad they, when the computer programs came out, started coming out, and they started putting Muhammad Ali versus uh, Rocky Marciano. Right. I mean, always trying to think because there was no, uh, and for the longest time, you go like this, and uh, I hate to bring it. Up, I I grew up with a thing. It's like there's no way. I mean, there's no way a white guy was ever going to beat one of these black guys, black American heavyweight contenders. And they were about, and it was like this. And just took it for, took it for granted. That's like, just it. They just don't, we just don't What about it. Jerry? What? What about Jerry Cooney, the great white hope? Jerry Cooney got his ass kicked every time. They kept on, right? <laughs> they kept on building him up. I think Don King brought him in. You just did it. It was one of those things. It was blatant. It was a blatant uh, yeah. use of race. Oh right. my God! With uh, Jerry Cooney, a uh, good-looking guy, but he got his ass kicked each time. And then until these Eastern Europeans came out, you know, right? And then all of a sudden, when the Soviet Union, you know, <laughs> you know, all I have to do is become a great boxer. I realize you do need to have athletic ability and strength and stuff like that. But throw some poverty at at him, some poverty. <laughs> then. A lot of poverty. Uh, throw some poverty. These poor Eastern European countries that were coming out, and and then you had the Klitschko brothers, and a couple Klitschko, Russian giants, right. and I mean these guys, in in the in Eastern Europe and all the way out to Siberia, they're fighting, and you go, holy crap! And then they come out, and then you got uh, Tyson Fury, and then you have the regular balance back again. You got like you know. Eastern Europeans, some Europeans, some British guys, you know, uh, uh, African-Americans. There's just not enough poor white guys in in the United States to come up with a good, you know what I mean, communities to come up with some good heavyweights. Uh, Yeah, it's just, you know, they go into into football or or, – uh, you know what I mean? They're they're going into more st- other types of strength sports that take. But boxing is one of these things that, you know, if you're not in the top three or four, you're you're gonna get oh, you're ruined by right. the time you make it to thirty. You know, right? Even the great ones, you're ruined. You're ruined. It's not. I mean, we always talk about football players and stuff like that. That way, think about the greats. They get ruined. The linemen, the linemen, the running backs, some of the quarterbacks that get, yeah. you know, uh, the, what was the guy from Denver? Quarter, you know Elway. Elway. Christ. Yeah. A, I mean, quarterbacks probably have the longest longevity out of any of them. But. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the old school quarterbacks that would come out of the pocket and get crushed. Oh, but Feisman. <laughs> Times when, it, oh, when you know when they had the leaky, leaky coverage and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. um, that's the only one where you think like this with, with uh, in sports and all that stuff. But when it comes to superheroes and stuff like that, it's it's almost like hot or not. Remember the website hot or not? Yeah. And you go and say, you know. You just got to give a bunch of people, give make a girl, she's an eight or a nine, and this girl's a six. So that's the only way. You know, it's, it's a matter of opinion. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because it's a different universe. But, I mean, when it when it, I, I think that boxing is the most pure and, and, and sport, you know, regular sports. So um, I know I've, I've taken us on a little journey here, but uh, – <laughs> I I had an exciting day. I um I performed yeah. a, a marriage ceremony earlier today. Really? Yep. Where? In Key Largo. It was just the uh the wedding couple. They called me up uh a little over uh almost two weeks ago and uh they uh wanted to know if I could perform a service for them. I told them I could. And uh, I went there. Yeah, that's that's what I did about an hour before I got on the phone with you. Really? Are you like uh, like like, um, like 
legally allowed are, are able to do that? Do you need a license or something? I'm not allowed to do that or perform any uh, surgeries either, but that doesn't stop me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm a notary. I'm a notary. Of course. Oh. <laughs> I'm a notary. Oh, you think I get... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I understand how some people think I'm crazy. I do. Not at all. I have the reputation. I have the reputation, people saying it's like, I am a notary, so notaries in Florida can, uh, it's called the solemnization of uh, marriage. Okay. I didn't know. And all you do is you're pretty much overseeing the affirmations. You know, you ask the two, are you entering into this marriage of sound mind? Mm And to see that have the paperwork, to see that there are the two people that are, you know, the ones that are getting married. And you affix your signature. And a lot of times, okay. and this is what I do, you um, forward the uh, uh, paperwork to uh, uh, the uh, county clerk. And that's it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, huh. It is it. Yeah, that's why I have that. I have that uh, website, the Keys Notary. Uh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go and do. You know, if someone needs, um, you know, nowadays you could do electronic notarization. I don't. Uh, I don't get that. You know, because you get someone that certifies you online that this is you because you have certain information that someone else. Uh, you can pass it through the internet, but. It's right. in person where you're getting to look at the person and all that stuff. You know, they're not looking at a camera photo of you when you do electronic notification. It just means you've gotten uh, a Social Security card. Uh, you know, you, wow. you there is there is just a chance. I, I don't get how they do uh, electronic notification, remote notifica- uh, notar- notarization. But... Uh, you know, if they could do that, why do you need me to do the solemnization? But they, they still do. Uh, what I do is I offer my services to, like, lawyers who are, like, in Broward or out of, out of state. And they can forward me paperwork. And I, as a notary, I can go someplace and get someone to sign in. Uh, as a notary, I can notarize their signature. I could go, I could go to the person. And you need documents signed. I go to their person, I check their identification, I notarize their signature, and then I can submit it, either uh, send it back to them or submit it in court. Gotcha. You know, I was thinking about doing like like a bail bondsman thing. Right. You know, that's what you and I should do. Yeah. Hunt people that, (laughs) you know, lose their bond. Like dog the bounty hunter? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And the keys, man. It's not that it's not that crazy in the keys. You don't think so? I don't know. Well it could be. Some of them are bad. He wasn't that bad. You know, he wasn't that badass, and the people that work for him weren't that badass. Yeah. They were in horrible shape too. Yeah, they were. You know, the people, I mean it's like they really they just went in there with pepper spray. And, um, and uh, uh, you know, folding batons and stuff like that, and zip ties and handcuffs, you know. So. Right. So if you go in there and just say, you're just going after, oh, well, you go and look for your, for money, you know. that it, it sucks for police officers because, you know, if you got to look for somebody and they don't get paid for it, you got to apprehend somebody. But a bondsman could go and. You know, when it's skip tracers, just going right. to find a person, you get the money and say, hey, listen, I get the de- you get the deposit or whatever. You get a portion of the deposit, whatever it is. Like if it's a $5,000 bond, you get a, you know, $500, $400. That could be worth it. You know, right. go and get them and you know, for them, give us our, some money. I'm in. Put them yeah. in a little trailer, have a little trailer. We could put a fan, <laughs> put fan in there and some seats, you know. Bring them along. Just don't bang up our trailer, you know. So <laughs> that'll be like Keys Notary and um, Bounty Hunter. 
your Jack bounty hunters, trade. your bounty hunters in the keys. We can bring Lizzie with us. Go get, get go get him, Lizzie. <laughs> she loves that stuff. She does. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, she she watches all those kind of TV shows and everything. Yeah. So yeah. um, she'd be she'd be in. Yeah. So these these people that got married, they they just wanted to know if I'd be do it, and I was you know comfortable doing it. So why? Yeah, that's what I do. You know, I brought my mask and did everything safe but you know in other states are opening up like georgia they're opening up uh what do you open up tattoo parlors yeah sure they're opening up restaurants and tattoo parlors and stuff like that um right i think you know i like tattoo parlors i have a tattoo you have tattoos right yeah i do okay i have i just got one last year and um Okay. The um, I just think they overestimate the you know because people are away for a month. They were thinking, ah man, I missed getting a tattoo. Yeah, not seeing that. Yeah, I mean a haircut, maybe a massage. Yeah, a, sen- a sensual yeah. massage, maybe. Right. <laughs> I don't know about that. What do you mean? I'm not saying that you know about it. I'm just saying that you understand that there would probably be an interest in someone getting a sensual massage. I suppose, yeah. I didn't say sexual massage. I said sensual. S-E-N-S-U-A-L. Okay, there's a difference. Yes. Sexual is a personal thing where you, you know, that involves tipping and negotiation. <laughs> which I wouldn't know. You don't know? Oh, let me tell you about it. Go for it. Okay. Well, there's a certain time you're having, you know, between you and uh, the female masseuse at a certain type establishment. Normally, yeah. the establishment is not medically approved. Your HMO... <laughs> Your HMO most likely would not cover it. It usually yeah. has a theme to it, has a theme with the name. It could be called uh, Tokyo Gardens, Hong right. Kong Palace, uh, a, you know, any type of Asian massage, right? Yeah. That's usually a key to it. Um and if they suggest are lovely models, when they say lovely models, they don't mean the kind of, of scale models like NASCAR or airplanes. Right. Yeah. So you go in there and you get in a general massage and it's not Reiki. It's not a deep tissue generally. Just kind of rubbing you and they're in a during the towel, and then you start talking. You start saying, well, and and how is that? And what would you like? And I go, well, you know, I'm, 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 <clears throat> I'm not giving direct knowledge that I did this. <laughs> <clears throat> All I'm saying is, excuse me, one second. <clears throat> I'm just saying that I, I know how to negotiate. And then you say, well, right. what else can we have? And you go from there, and it's a step-by-step process. It's positive confirmations. It's much like you would have if you were going to have sex with someone in college. Can I do this? Can I do that? And then, But in this case, you'd be mentioned, well, what would $20 get me? What would $40 get me? How much was that? $50? Oh, $100? Okay. And... That's how it happens, and you just do it, and they just make sure. And they say, oh, what do you do for a living? Are you a police officer? Are you a law enforcement agency? That's usually one of the things they normally ask you, but that doesn't have. But uh, they're opening up. I'll get off this because I can get a lot of trouble. I hope Abby doesn't listen to this one. Um, very, very enlightening. Yeah, um, but they're going to be opening retail stores too, and uh, they're going to oh, do yeah. curbside pickup. 
Now, for think a about store? that. Retail. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, look at listen. If it's retail, that means you got to go online. You got to find out what they have. That it's available yeah. in the store. That it's available right. in your size, color. Right. You got to make sure. sure that thing's there. So I don't know exactly how that's going to work. You're going to be putting your things, doing this, then that, and and if it's for clothing and shoes and stuff, you're pretty much going to be putting in the size you think will work for you, and then they're going to meet right. outside and give you that curbside service. Now for certain like electronics, I th- all I think it's 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 like it's Amazon or online ordering for people that don't want to wait. I guess so, yeah. I, yeah. And I think it's going to get so confusing that they're going to end up having a two-day, three-day backlog. And people are going to look at it and say, why didn't I just order it online? I, I really think, believe I whole, this is yeah. going to be the death of retail. It That's was happening. Was it was happening already, you know? People, yeah, are starting, for sure. people are starting to think they're going to start thinking about sizes and stuff like that. You know, with shoes? When I have to buy sports shoes mm-hmm. or sneakers, I you have to yeah. do a little research when you do it. Right. Like I'm a size and a, 11 and a half wide. If it's not wide, it's got to be 12, and it's got to be 12 medium for me. And then i got to check the comments to see how the shoe came in or sneaker. And the people say, well, it comes in right. a little small, so that means you got to go a little larger. Yeah, and man, yeah, I swear exactly. to God, 90% of the time it works just as good as going to the store. Yeah. So Totally agree. I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I think this is going to be the uh, end of, uh, you know, malls and retail stores, et cetera, for sure. Yep. They're not going to survive this. They're not going to survive. But they were already on, on the downswing with, uh, you know, Amazon coming up. And everything. What, you know, what this did, what this did was gave people a crash course in the services right. they were able to access over the internet. Yeah. So now they say, well, I get all my food, I can get my clothes, I can get everything like this. Oh, I can even talk to people and stuff like that. Now. And those, yeah. Yeah. Now tattoo parlors still going. Massage parlors, yes. You know, there's not, unless, yeah, well, oh, even with yeah, I guess you, you can't do that online. online. <laughs> you can't. You can't do the tattoo online. Not yet. No. Not yet. Yeah, exactly. And one of the last. Maybe eventually they'll be able to send some sort of laser through your computer and or something, but not yet. <laughs> You're right. You're right. They're going to be like a 3D printer. I mean, right. that'd be a very specific thing. The tattoo, putting a needle in your skin, and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, one last thing I wanted to cover is like the crime statistics. I've thought, and it, people have made passing reference to uh, what the quarantine has done to crime. What I had my guesses before I did a little research. So, I mean, I would say initially that it was, you know, lower crime rates. But I think in the long run, it might increase them, you know, over so, the long run. Some cities they saw, more, but more. after they said uh, a murder and assault went way down. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because of the criminals and the victims weren't getting together. So, right. Uh, sex assault, uh, assault, <clears throat> robbery, down. Domestic violence way up, <clears throat> which you'd think, you know, and bank, mail, yeah. assorted fraud up because uh, I guess yeah. a lot of people that are used to robbery, they're going to have to go and, I mean, especially if you're doing, like you break into people's houses and steal things, the best time to do it when people aren't at home. Right. One of the things I think probably really taking a hard time for people or the people that actually, the old school, and they're the smallest minority of it. The pickpockets, the three-card mm-hmm. Monty people, 
you know, the people out there yeah. that are used to crowds and stuff, you're a pickpocket. You're the only person, you know, you're downtown Chicago and there's three people on the yeah. street and you're walking down the street yeah. and you're a pickpocket. you got to walk all the way down the street, come up behind that person and you're the only person for like 50 yards and you got you, that person's yeah. not going to be thinking about that. The pickpockets used to work in the crowd. Right. They're doing a hard time. Gypsies. Gypsies are taking a big hit. I don't mean that. I'm not talking about the ethnic group gypsies. The people that behave like that because there's Irish people like that. All these, you know, they call the travelers. Uh, there's all different ethnic groups where the people do have that. That's their scam. They do it on purpose. They do door to door. The meat. Oh, my God. Do you know about the door-to-door meat trade, frozen meat trade? No. Okay. Is that like Omaha Steaks or something? It's kind of like that. It's kind of like that, where they go and they say, listen, this is great. And it's pretty much what everyone else does. They're saying, you don't have to go out and buy it. We give it to you frozen. It's in a shrink wrap. Doesn't get freezer burned. You get it, stuff like that. You put it in there. And, you know, they they can even lease you a freezer. You know what I mean? And right. they sell meats, and that's their deal, and stuff like that. And it's work on commission. These, It was a thing. Yeah. And actually, I thought it was gone because I remember someone trying to get me to do that when I was in college over right. 35 years ago. And I saw it like 15, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, right? And yeah. um, I saw somebody drive down the street with a truck like that before – this shit happened. But door to door. Door to door. How's that wow. happening now? Look, if you're uh, selling magazines, the magazine thing, you ever had that? People come and sell them. I'm, uh, I'm trying oh, yeah, to recover yeah. from um, addiction. I'm supposed to do this. I was living on Marlin Avenue, and this nice looking young girl came up and She's trying to sell me. She goes, oh, you work out? You're in good shape. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? She wants to sell magazines. Yeah. You know, she's not She's not right. going to do anything. She's trying to flirt and try to get me to sign up, buy, you know, like $100 a year worth of magazines. She gets like $25, $30, $50 for it. Um, and right. I guess the best of them do that. Uh, what else? Door to door. Kids, well, obviously no kids are selling candy. Um Jehovah Witnesses. Oh yeah. Fuck. How are they gonna get into how are they gonna get moved up on the tier if they can't convert people? <laughs> Mormons, Mormons, if you're doing mission, if you're on your missionary stuff. Right. I mean that I can see the Mormons probably have a very advanced thing where they go to Zoom Zoom meetings and stuff like that. I was gonna say yeah, it's probably all online now. It's yeah, probably- Jehovah Witness, I don't think they're that advanced. Right. But they still use the little cartoon books to show you. They show the Catholics as a real crazy guy with the Pope hat on, screaming, you know. Oh, <laughs> and I'm going, oh, you know I'm Catholic, right? And uh, I, I told you I used to let him in. Did I ever tell you that? I always used to let the Jehovah no. Witnesses in. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, I mean... I wanted to make them sound like they're uh, doing well. Yeah. Because I guess they're used to being, and most of them are really nice people. I had, back in Philadelphia, there was a nice looking woman came up to the door. And she goes, oh, wow. And she did the workout thing. I guess that's always what they say. You work out, and she's a nice nice looking guy like you. And I'm like, oh, what are you selling? I'm with Jehovah Witness. They go, what? Oh, wow. There is no way. You introduce religion. And you're a nice-looking woman. That was like, the first thing I see is a nice-looking woman coming to your door is that, when I was single, at least, that there was a possibility of sex, right? No matter how unlikely that was, that a nice-looking woman would just randomly come to my door, right, and be attracted to me. But then you introduce religion to it, it's like, might as well be the mailman showing up with a package. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. And then I look a little back, and there's like a seven-year-old boy. Her son's back there. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is. Not- oh, thank you very, very much. I mean, you got to be desperate, a desperate man, to just talk to someone, knowing you're never. I'm like, forget about it. This is bait. I mean, you know, it, that that 
That was it. The the one thing. So those people, those door to door people. Is there anybody else I'm missing out there? Uh, you covered a lot. The door to door people. Yeah. You know, uh, well, the only crime, and that I'm not saying that's a crime for those people that Jehovah Witnesses and Mormons and all that. That and the thing that went absolutely zero is zero mm-hmm. right now. The crime of truancy. 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 Yep. Okay. I should know what that means. But Being truant, means. truancy is not going to school. Okay. I gotcha. It's a truant. It's actually, you could, your parents could get in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, it's not a real, you know, number one offense. You don't do a lot of time for it, stuff like that. But you can go on your record if you're a truant. Right. Yeah, that's an old school thing, you know, where you're like a like Fonzie. Fonzie in Happy Days was kind of a truant. I think it was. Right. So, well, listen, you you stayed on. You let me app on for an hour. Do you have anything you need to oh, sell? Wow. Like, do you have a, a special comic book edition that you want to push? Uh, a rare find? Uh, you know what? I, I, I always have auctions going on eBay. Just go check them out. I've got a lot of Batman stuff up there right now, Wonder Woman stuff. Uh, check it out at Key Largo Comics. Check Batman. it out. Hey, what was that? Yeah. Batman? What was that? The Batman thing? The Batman who laughed? You ever hear yeah, of that? Yeah, that's, that's a, a Oh yeah, so kind of more of a recent character. You know, I came out maybe four or five years ago with Batman Who Laughed. Sure, it's basically yeah. a combination of Batman and the Joker. Yeah, yeah, it was like a psychotic combination. Yeah, and he wants to destroy the universe or something like that. Yeah, and he's got like this uh, spiked collar covering his eyes, and he's uh, yeah, he's a pretty cool character actually. Pretty popular. Oh yeah, oh Batman Who Laughed. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so where can the listeners find? Find me or find that? Yeah, find you. Not the Batman who laughs. Oh, yeah. It's in the comic books. Yeah, just uh, any Key Largo comics, all one word on eBay or Twitter. That's how you can find me. On YouTube also. I do shows on YouTube for uh, yeah. you know, review, review books and stuff. Yeah. So, Hey, um, are uh, you, Steve, I know you're not a big mm-hmm. marijuana person, right? But no. are, are you familiar with CBD oil? Uh, I've heard of it. Cannabinoids. It doesn't necessarily, and and uh, predominantly, most of these that you see advertised are without the THC. They have very low levels. It doesn't even affect you. So CBD is a cannabinoids uh-huh. that they they're used for all sorts of. Uh, uh, symptoms like uh, anxiety, uh, certain health issues and things like that, chronic inflammation. And right now we have a sponsor called The Kind uh, CBD products. And you can find their products at www.dakind.com. I'm going to put it on the website. It's a local uh, provider. My, our friend uh, Conaho Alana, we had him on the show, and he's a, a, a sponsor of the program right now. And it's sold locally. You can find out where it's distributed locally, or you can have it sent to you if you're not in the uh, area by going to www.dakind.com. Or on our, you can go to a sponsor's page. I'll put that um on the sponsors page on the website, we also have the wine Bellissima wines there. If you go to www.keysbartenders.com and go to sponsors, and you can be a friend and go and get uh, these products to support uh, the program. And uh, also, if you want to support us, you can go to uh, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I post a lot of nonsense on Facebook and uh, Twitter. <laughs> it's uh, Florida Keys Bartender on... Wait, did I change my name? It's Keys Bartender. From, man, I should know this. I am so bad at knowing my tags or whatever. I think it's Keys Bartender. It's, 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 
The Keys Bartender on Facebook. All right. Right. On uh, Twitter, it's at Keys Bartender. And on Twitter, thank you very much, at Keys Bartenders. And uh, if you're, um, you know, if you feel compelled, follow us and uh, reach out to us if you have a topic or you'd like to uh, ask a question. Steve, thank you very much. You bet. We'll be back next week. Back yep. Uh, it's a long Sounds show, good. man. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. Bye. Well, listeners, we might be doing a show. No, we'll probably be on Monday. But uh, don't be surprised if there's another one before the weekend's out. Talk to you later. Bye.